This is episode number 178 with YouTube fitness sensation, Cassie Ho. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Today's guest is none other than the one and only Cassie Ho. And I met Cassie through a couple of mutual friends during her book launch party here in Los Angeles. And right away, I said, I got to get this girl on the podcast. If you go back to the show notes at lewishouse.com slash 178, she puts me through a little partner workout, and I highly recommend checking it out and trying it with a friend. A lot of cool moves that she did there. Uh, but today's episode with Cassie, if you don't know who she is, she is a certified fitness instructor, creator of Pop Pilates, which is now being taught in 24-hour fitness clubs. She's been doing Pilates for 10 years and has been teaching for six and a half years. She's also a fashion designer, runs a top-rated fitness blog called blogilates.com, has appeared on Dr. Oz, was named Best Healthy Living Blogger of 2012 by Fitness Magazine, and is the number two most influential online personality in fitness, second to Jillian Michaels. Uh, in today's episode, we talk about her intense Asian upbringing, how she made the leap into entrepreneurship, and what she's been able to create since then. I think you're going to love this episode and make sure to go back to the show notes, lewishouse.com slash 178 to watch the full video interview and also the additional video of us doing the partner workout. Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this episode with the one, the only Cassie Ho. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just eight ninety seven for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just eight ninety seven at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because. Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the School of Greatness. I'm super excited today. We've got Cassie Hoan. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Very excited. We met recently at a launch party of yours for your book. I'm just going to hold it up here for a second so everyone can see it if it's on <laughs> video. And uh, everyone, make sure to check this out. I'll have it linked up uh, on the site. 
Um, I'm very excited to connect with you because I recently found out about you and I started researching and learning about you. And I was like, I got to interview this girl because I'm so impressed with what you've created. Wow. Well, I'm honored to be on this on the yeah, show right now. Yeah, I'm very excited. And uh, I want to figure out first, um, have you always been passionate about fitness and working out or is it something you fell into? It started when I was 16. Um, my parents, my dad actually was my tennis coach growing up, and that's always really hard. You know, he was yelling at me if I didn't get the ball over the net in the corner in the right place. But, you know, he did train me to become, you know, varsity tennis team captain for wow. four, for three years. So as a sophomore, but, you made varsity? I made it as a freshman, and I was wow. captain as a sophomore. Whoa. So I was good, but I had no heart for it because I just don't like competition against other people and that kind of stuff. And so when I was 16, I was training for a pageant, and I wanted to find a way to really tone up my body and everything. And I saw these Mari Windsor DVDs being sold for, in an infomercial, and I asked my parents to that's buy Pilates, for me. Pilates, right? Pilates, that's okay. right. Okay. And I, I fell in love with the fact that I could do it at home by myself, compete just against mm. myself, and that's when I fell in love with fitness. So I ended up taking home the the crown for wow. at the pageant but i think it was a, it was a lot of <laughs> different things i actually did a michael jackson impersonation no i taught way. myself how to moonwalk yeah it was like crazy yeah can you do it uh i will <laughs> okay later after you we'll teach do you it. some yoga stuff <laughs> 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 and so after that moment i felt so felt so much confidence in my body and and in fitness that four years later as a sophomore in college i started teaching the format after i got certified and from that point on i mean i've taught at every single gym and now there's blog and Pop Pilates is a real format at 24 Hour Fitness. So that's just crazy. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wait, it's a real format? It's like classes at 24 Hour Yes, yes. No we, way. We, we actually just released a press release um, and it will be at all clubs in the United States alongside Zumba, Whoa. Turbo Kickbox. Like, it's a dream come true for a fitness instructor. Holy cow. Like, so there's now instructors teaching. Oh, yeah. We have master wow. trainers teaching the, you know, the, the trainings to other trainers so that everyone can start teaching at the club. Now, is this what I experienced at your launch party? Essentially, yes. that little... Mm -hmm. 30 minute class. Uh huh. Uh -huh. So okay. it's um, it's an updated version of Pilates. It's upbeat. It's music. Fun, it's intense. It's like it's a music. party. It's like a party. Yeah. And it's and the, the great thing is it's a little bit faster. And I love dance. And it seems that like you do too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And so I love doing things to the beat because you don't think about reps and stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's, it's more enjoyable. Yeah, it's a lot more enjoyable. Interesting. Now, would you say your parents were like this uh, typical or stereotypical, I should say, like mm -hmm. Asian oh, parents yeah. who were like, very oh, like yeah. strong oh, and my forceful goodness. with you. My dad was in control of my academic life. Uh -huh. My mom was in control of my love life. Uh, wow. She said, you know, you how's that help. working for you, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> it was hard in the beginning, let me tell you. She she had this weird rule of you can't have a boyfriend until second year of college. No it was just way. like that specific. Um okay. and and when I had a boyfriend in high school, she found out and she like disowned me and it was just terrible and forced me to break up with him. It was just like really Shut bad. Up. My dad on the other hand She disowned you? Yes, yes, and well, like kick out kick it out well, of home. Type she of said if you don't break up with him, I you're you're like done. No. Yes. Come on. That's Tiger Mom. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, Tiger and where, and where, where was this growing up? <laughs> oh, this was up in Union City in the Bay Area. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. Um, and my dad, on the other hand, you know, he was like, you need to be taking these AP classes and getting this on your SAT and make sure you apply to these colleges. And he would like sure. read over all my personal statements and make sure they were written. It was, it was crazy. Now, did they want you to be a doctor or a lawyer or <laughs> oh, what do they want sure. you to be? Um, the predestined path for me was to, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious, was to be a doctor for my sister. She was supposed to be a lawyer because if you aren't 
um, a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, or engineer, you're basically meaningless you're, in the you're Asian, Asian. community. You're not Asian. You're, you're not successful. Well. You, you're not honoring the family <laughs> name. And so I ended up majoring in um, biology in college uh, under Fulbright scholarship, and that was to become a doctor. And I just felt no passion in it. Of course, I knew how to get the good grades. And so my parents were like, well, why wouldn't you do it and everything? So the only way I knew how to get out of this was to sabotage myself mm. and drop out of organic chemistry, the last class that I needed to take the MCAT. And they were furious and we were yelling and screaming and they just didn't understand. And you know what? It was it was my way of being rebellious. And that step really was pivotal for me because it taught me that I'm not living this life for anyone else. Mm. I'm living it for me. Mm. Yeah. So you dropped out of the class or out of school? About, out of that class. Well, for, for me, out of that class was a big deal. <laughs> it was the last <laughs> okay. class I needed. Yeah, I had to take in everything wow. else. Wow, yeah. okay. So, so, so you graduated eventually? I did, yes. I actually graduated with an honors in biology. So I did well. I just did, had no passion for so, it. But you needed one more class to then go and become a doctor, essentially. To, to take the MCAT. To take the MCAT to be a doctor. doctor. Uh -huh, yeah. So you didn't mm -hmm. take that, mm -hmm. essentially not allowing you to take the I, test. I wanted to sabotage myself. That's right. <clears throat> wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So <laughs> your parents, they disowned you then or what? You know, there was lots of yelling and screaming and there was very dark moments in my life where I was like, I don't know how this is going to work out unless one of us dies. Like it got to that point. And it's crazy because I talked to a lot of my Asian friends whose siblings have actually attempted to commit suicide and crazy what? stuff because of the pressure. And I think it's a very real, real thing. Uh, luckily, I had a close friend at the time who helped me through everything. And so it was fine. And I'm glad that I always had that belief inside myself that I knew if I just would go towards what my passion was, everything would be fine. Right. But I think a lot of people may wean on that and they may not be sure if if that's going to work out for them. Sure. But I'm so glad that I took a risk on myself because who else are you going to take a risk for? You know what I mean? That's it. That's yeah. it. Okay. So so you started, you became certified. Mm -hmm. How old were you? Uh, let's see. I was second year in college. So what? what is sophomore. that? Like, sophomore. Well, I'm Asian, yeah, that yeah, might yeah. be 14. <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't one of those cut types of kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're 19, essentially. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> like the rest of us. Like the rest of us, that's um, right. Okay, you got certified. And then when did you start, you know, doing classes and start teaching this and, you know, people and, and getting good feedback? Like, oh, I like your stuff. Yeah, so I started teaching at this tiny gym down the street in Whittier. And I had like two people in my class. And then I started um, in, and, teaching and at... Near LA, right? In, in LA, yeah, exactly, yeah. right. And then I started teaching at 24 Hour Fitness and Bally's and all these other places. In college. In college, yes. This is my side job. Well, I had a lot of side jobs while I was in college. I was always making money, right? It's always fun. <laughs> um, and then I started doing my Pilates to pop music because I love music and I sure. love really upbeat music. It makes me happy. Then at, when I graduated in 2009, I was leaving all my students in LA behind. And it's a sad thing because you see each other every you know Tuesday at 7. 30 or whatever. These are your friends. And so I decided to film a 10 minute video just for them. Total body. I put it on YouTube. Now in 2009, YouTube was for me anyway, just a video sure. sharing platform. That's all it was. There was no channels, people making money, being famous under that. And then I left for Boston for my first job in fashion buying. And then that video started getting shared, started getting views and comments. And people started asking, oh, Cassie, this is great. Can I have a butt video, an ad video? And I was like, who are these people? Wow. I have no idea. Um, and then a few months later, I would post like another one, you know, just to satisfy them. But then <laughs> I... I didn't know what that was, but it was from that genuine intention of just wanting to teach and to share mm -hmm. and that I still have that same intention today. And I still, I still do group, group fitness instruction. Um, and that genuineness really shows there and think that's why the channel has truly grown. It's incredible. Now, what would, I heard your dream as a, as a child was to be in fashion, right? Mm -hmm. Fashion yeah. designer. Yeah. 
And and did I also read that you had a baking shop? Is it yes, I did actually. What was that like? Um. Okay. So when I was in middle school, well, actually. One thing you need to know about me is that I can't eat chocolate. Not that I don't want to. You physically can't. I, I, I really actually want to eat chocolate. I just can't. I have, I'm what you call a super taster. So for me, arugula, chocolate, coffee, all that kind of stuff tastes extremely bitter to me. So uh, I, I can't eat it. What about milk chocolate? Uh, can't. White chocolate. White chocolate's not chocolate. I love white chocolate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a trick question. <laughs> so um, what I would do, my sister and I would go trick or treating and we'd take all the candies together and then I would create chocolate creations out of them then i would bring them to my friends at school and they liked it so i was like well if you like it then you're probably gonna buy it so then i started Mm. packaging them charging them 25 cents for three little balls and then they went crazy for it so then i started making value packs and adding cookies and and rocky road bars and stuff and i had my first business partner in middle school in high school, all the other middle schools had heard about it, apparently. Really? And so everyone was like, oh, you're you're Cassie the cookie girl, right? And I was girl. like, yep, that's me. And then so <laughs> I carried this huge bag with me to school every single day. And then some kids were so addicted. I mean, obviously, it was sugar. <laughs> that they were like, Cassie, please let me sell for you. So no I had way. five student employees under me selling. So we like had this massive thing going across campus. Wow. And it was like a drug dealer yeah, exactly cookie and, drug dealer imagine being in spanish class and people like underneath the table like going like this wow. like, that's, that's how it was passing wow. through like 15 hands getting to Were the they that person. good oh yeah <laughs> buttercream cookies sandwiches in m&m oh, my flavor gosh. a chocolate chip anything sugar snickerdoodle do you still make them i don't i need some of those right now you know we should do that oh, we should totally do that so um the crazy thing is that it got so big that the school had to shut me down <laughs> I got in no trouble. Way. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but that story got me the full ride scholarship to to college, so I ended up paying off. So yeah, a full ride scholarship. Uh huh. Full ride scholarship. Yeah. Living the dream. Well, now your parents were happy life. with that. Then they were happy with that, but they they can always find something wrong. With of course, that right? They're always judging you. Always judging. Picking at everything. Everything. Which never is never good enough. Which is mm-hmm. the next thing I want to ask you mm-hmm. about is body image, and yeah. you just came out with this awesome video. The thing is called the perfect body, the right? The perfect body, yeah. And um, I was going to talk to you about this anyways, and then you put this video out, and it's perfect timing. Because I wanted to ask you, you know, I've got over 2.1 million subscribers on mm-hmm. YouTube and however many everywhere else, millions everywhere else, which is insane, first off, and congrats. Thank you. And, you know, I have a, a, a an audience, not that size, but I get criticized constantly for different mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. And the bigger you are, the more criticism you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure over the years... Uh, you've had more and more and more, mm-hmm. but you've also mm-hmm. get a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Now, why do you think so many people criticize first anyone who has a platform? Why do you think they're criticized a lot? I think it's an easy target. I think that the more you put out there, obviously, the more people have to judge and say something about it. Mm. But the crazy thing is that usually the people who say the nasty stuff, and I'm okay with criticism that is constructive. That's mm. okay. Because every time I get a mean comment, I do take a step back. I look at it and say, hey, did I do something wrong that's causing you know this 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 feeling? Um, but every time it's the crazy, nasty stuff, you click on them, it's like zero followers, it's... no profile pic. Like, it's yeah. just like... You you would never go up to my face and say that in real life. So for me, I try to you know invalidate that because mm-hmm. you don't want to let that negativity take over space in your brain and your heart. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're you're you did this. Why did you do this video about the perfect body? Yeah. So 
I am in an industry where, you know, physical looks is almost everything that makes you who you are, which yeah. is really sad. Um, however, it's what sells. It, it is what sells. But to make it a really long lasting business and a personality, you have to have something inside too. And I think for me, the funness of blogilates and popilates, the format, the colorful, the motivation, everything about the brand is is great and the people love it people have lost hundreds of pounds through sure. doing the workouts and the meal plans and stuff but you know i may not look like the typical trainer i don't have six-pack abs i don't have a huge booty and like a tiny little waist and some people just keep picking at that now i bet mm. you those people are not the ones who do my workouts i think they just follow for fun or whatever mm. and then don't listen to anything um and so it's, in the past few months, it's actually gotten worse. So really? it got to me. And I'm a human being. Like, I can only have a thick skin for so much. But it really started getting to me. And so I throughout one of my hardest weeks, I actually had this creative epiphany. And it's, it's interesting because all, you know, energy, negative or not, it's energy. And if you can learn how to turn that into something great, sure. um, that's what happened that week. And so I had this idea for, you know, this video where I would be live Photoshopping myself. And the only time this technique has been done that I know of is in Captain America, where, mm. and that's like multi millions of dollars creating this effect. Yeah. And I only knew one person who could possibly help me with this video, <laughs> my friend and director, James Chen. Um, he's done a ton of creative stuff. So I called him up within the next five minutes after having this uh, idea in my head. And I said, James, I really want to do this video with you. I explained to him and he started getting chills down his spine. And I started getting chills down my spine. I was like, we need to do this. Not just for me, it's for everyone. Because mm. we all need to know that we are worth more than our body. Our body is just a vessel to bring us, you know, to let us do things. Mm -hmm. But it's not who we are and what we're worth. And so over the past month, I mean, we have been working so hard on the visual effects and everything. Yeah. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of hours on this two-minute video. Um, and last night when we released it, 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 it's been less than 24 hours. There's already over 300,000 yeah, views amazing. and tons of comments. And it's been incredible yeah. because I wasn't sure if this video was going to hit, but uh, it looks like the fans, the fans. It's like crazy. It's sharing. really, it's, you made it look so simple too. You made oh. it look like a movie, you know, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, how did you guys do this? It's really cool. Uh, it reminds me of, um, man, what's the movie with Tom Cruise? Which um, one? minority report mm -hmm. you know where he's like picking up things and uh -huh, like moving uh -huh. around with his uh -huh. hands it's yeah. kind of like you're doing that it's, it's pretty right. close sort of reminding me of um now how have you been handling this emotionally over the last you know six years i guess mm -hmm. seven years since you've been doing this how how does it how do you keep coming up with great mm -hmm. content even though you know like okay how many people are going to attack me this this right. week honestly like the attackers are probably like 0.1 percent honestly mm. but you know like one bad apple makes the whole thing you yeah. just taste everything you read ten thousand positive comments but exactly. you look at the one it sticks with you it's, it's yeah. almost it's survival mode right yeah. like if, like caveman days if there's this one bad thing like a poisonous berry you remember to not eat that poisonous berry yeah. so i think that's why our brains are wired that way um anyway you know, the point is not to focus on the negativity. You focus on the positivity. Mm. You focus on how you've helped people, changed people, and that positive feedback. And you keep doing more of what makes you feel good and what makes other people feel good. Yeah. And like I said, when I started the channel, it was all about that genuine want to serve my fans and to keep teaching. And as long as I'm on that road and people are changing their lives and becoming better versions of themselves every day, then I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. And the haters, whatever. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't bother it you doesn't really that much. I mean, it bothers me because right. I read it, but... <laughs> But it doesn't bother me enough to change my business, to change my game plan or anything. Sure. Yeah. 
One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really wanna say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too. in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What advice would you give to you know women who constantly are judging themselves or mm -hmm. feeling judged even when they look you know perfect to mm -hmm. a lot of people and they have six-pack abs and mm -hmm. but they still have these insecurities? What would you say to them about their mindset or the, what they should be focusing on in their in their daily life with yeah. with regards to their body image. Right. I think a lot of people have body image disorder because not only because of media around us, magazine covers and whatever, yeah. um, but also, you know, these comments that people leave like, oh, your butt's so flat or you're, you're so fat or whatever. It, we're yeah. all creating this mentality. So I think we need to be able to look in the mirror and love what we see as long as we're working towards a better, better version of us mm -hmm. every single day. And I think that takes work on the inside. Yeah. Not everyone can look at themselves and feel like they love what they see because even when I look in the mirror, I see flaws. I think we all see flaws with ourselves. But as long as we're working towards something better, then we should learn how to love ourselves every step of the way. Do you have some like exercises or examples mm -hmm. of, of what people can do when they have a negative thought mm -hmm. about themselves? When they look in the mirror and they say, oh, I've got like love handles or this yeah. is uh, that's bad or this yeah. is wrong. Mm -hmm. What's something that, you know, do you have a mantra that people can follow that you do? Or is there, or is it just, you know, think positive from it? You know, what, what I've always done when I've had a bad day is I step back and I remind myself all the great things that I've done before that make me me. Like mm. what, what are my other talents? What right. am I really good at? Because you're not defined by the size of your hips or the distance between your thighs. And you have to keep reminding yourself that or else you're going to go down a really deep hole yeah. because our physical being will diminish as we get older. Right, right, right. So we can't keep holding on to that. We have to be so much more. Right. 
Now, is it cool that your childhood dream mm-hmm. was to be in fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Fashion designer. Yeah. And now you have a, a fitness fashion line. Isn't that right? That, have... is, that is so cool. <laughs> so do you feel like you're fulfilling this childhood dream? And I do. And it's, it's truly amazing because my dad, when I told him I wanted to be a fashion designer, um, I think I probably was in middle school or something. Yeah. And I had binders and binders full of evening gown designs and sketches and stuff. He told me literally to my face, you will not succeed. You'll make wow. no money and you'll have no friends. That's actually in my book. I wrote wow. that. And, and I will never let him go for it. And I want everyone to know because that could have broke me right there. Sure. And I did cry and it did break me, but it didn't break me for the rest of my life. Um, but I remember it because I know how I can take that and turn it into something much better. So I proved to my parents and, and to myself that you can follow your passion and do something you're happy with. Because for sure. them, I mean, I understand they really wanted me to be financially stable and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. And um, I'm, I'm first generation Asian American. So they're coming from, you know, mm-hmm. Vietnam and, you know, that deal with the war and all that kind of stuff. So I understand, but I don't understand imposing your dreams up upon mine and not letting me at least try. Sure. Because this this vibrance inside of me, this like desire to just make it, I don't think they ever understood how hard and how far we go to actually make it happen. Right, right. Yeah. Now, so would you say you've achieved your childhood dream then? I would say yes, and I, but I think I'm also working on it every day to make okay. it even bigger. And what, yeah. do you, what would you say is your adulthood dream? My adulthood dream? Yeah. I would love to see the clothing line um, in stores, I think, mm. and we're working on that. And my, my other dream is to make sure that Pop Pilates is a huge group fitness format across wow. the world. And we have a great start this year. We're trying to certify um, 2,000 trainers wow. a, a, by 2015, 4,000 by spring 2016. And that will really bring us to the next level. I mean, everyone was doing Pop Pilates at 24 Fitness. It was so cool. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, how are, you yeah. come, how are you finding these trainers or how did you create mm-hmm. this training? them i'm working with nafc as my certifying body and okay. so together uh, we've created the manual and everything to make that happen but my current core team of master trainers are beyond incredible and you know it's interesting it's not that they weren't fans of blog mm-hmm. or to begin with some of them maybe like a few but a lot of them were already really seasoned group fitness instructors they've been teaching zumba sure, sure. and uh and pio and all these things for years so uh-huh. to impress them you know that takes something as well and i wasn't right. sure and you're never sure what people think and so this group of core like 15 people have come together and let me tell you at the summit it was magic and i i can only use that word because there was something swirling in the air that wasn't just learning the format learning the choreography and that kind of stuff it was just this passion to bring this format to people to help them change their lives and have a really fun time doing it it was really cool now i'm curious because it seems like there's different fitness formats that come and Mm -hmm. go all the time Mm -hmm, you know every three to five six years maybe you see them on infomercials for Mm -hmm. a while what was the boxing one? The Taibo? Is, like, is that around Blanks. anymore? I have no idea. Well, Billy Blanks is awesome. Yeah. But, but is the Taibo but, classes no. around? I, you know, I think he has his own gym down in OC. Really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Every time, because uh, I'm friends with him. Every time we walk around the fitness conventions, he's like such he's a big celebrity. The, oh, the, sure. the, the older people know, it was like, oh my God, Billy Blanks. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the younger people are like, oh my God, Cassie Ho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a disconnect. But sure. There, yeah. Now, do you have a game plan for like, okay, at some point this may go out of style or this may not be as popular, you know, like Taibo was mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. however long, a decade or something. Yep. But now it's like, is it irrelevant? I don't even know. Because you don't see the infomercials. Right, you're just not talking about it. Right. Um, so do you have a game plan for like, 
what's after the next decade? Mm-hmm. Are you thinking that far ahead? Or is it more like, let me focus on this and blow it up because we've got this audience and it's following? Right. I, I've How done, are you thinking? Like that? <laughs> I, that's such an is- interesting question. And I appreciate you asking that. Um, right when we found out that 24 wanted to take on our format, of course, we're super excited. How are we going to blow yeah. this out? Yeah. But about a couple months later, I thought, okay, what's going to happen when this goes away? And the truth is, it's going to go away at some at point. Some point. Right? It gets old. People want new stuff. So I think you need to, Mm. I need to pay extreme attention to what's happening. You know, where are people, what are they feeling? And we need to innovate with that. And we don't, you know, just because something worked 10 years ago doesn't mean it's going to work now. And you have to be able to let go and Mm. go with the flow. But at the same time, not be a slave to what the market wants, but also be a leader at the same time and serve that. Right. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, When did you start realizing that you could turn this into a business? This whole fitness, you know, everything that you've been doing with the YouTube stuff. Yeah. When, did you, when did you start seeing like, oh, I'm actually making money uh-huh. more than just like teaching a class right. at a gym. Right, But right. this is like a real business. Mm-hmm. So right after I graduated from school in 2009, I had a job for about eight months. And during that time, I was also designing yoga bags because I've always been designing oh, stuff cool. like that. Oh, gorgeous. It was the name. And halfway through my job... I was flipping through Shape Magazine and I saw a picture of my bag and I was like, no way. oh my God, like what? <laughs> and so I started crying. I remember I was wow. at Target and I just like fell to the floor and just started crying. Um, and I took it as a sign to leave my job because I, it was so toxic. It, the job itself was whatever, but the people sure, were just horrendous. Sure, sure. And so I, I quit. I bought a ticket to China on Friday and I left on Sunday because I knew that if I'm not going to give myself the 100% chance to succeed, I'm not going to succeed. So wow. it is time. It is now. And so during that three months that we were developing the bag, I had more time to YouTube and blog. And it was that moment in my life that... So you went to China to go to work with a manufacturer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha, we gotcha. Find, yeah. Uh, to find a manufacturer okay. at the Canton Fair. And then when I came back, more time to YouTube and blog. Probably blogging every single day, YouTubing wow. every week. Uh, I mean, I had nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> I didn't have a job. <laughs> uh, I was teaching Pilates 12 times a week. And that perfect disastrous storm Mm. of not having a job and teaching all the time made me a better instructor and a better blogger and youtuber and that's when my subscribers started to grow um what year is this uh that must have been like early 2011 or something like that um and then my channel got partnered so then i could make money off the adsense Mm -hmm. And then you started getting campaign deals and then everything just kind of came. And I got, you know, manager, agent, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When did, mm-hmm. when was like the, the tipping point? Was it like the million mark or is it the 100,000 mark? Or when do you feel like it was the tipping point where it really. Uh, yeah, I, if I have to think back to it, I remember a really, really big YouTuber by the name of Bubs Beauty. She was actually using my videos to slim down for her wedding. Wow. And, um, and she had a big and she following. Lost, and she had a huge, I think she had a couple million or whatever. And wow. I had maybe under 100,000 at that point. Whoa. And it really blew up my subscribers. And then other people started, you know, I mean, people had always been using the videos, but it was from these these big influencers showing people that the videos do work that helped me mm. grow. But I think it was also my consistency creating good content that kept the growth uh, going as well. So if someone wants to build an audience now on YouTube, mm-hmm. what would you recommend? What advice would you give them to, you know, the keys to YouTube success? Yeah. First off, they need to just post a video. There's so many people I talk to, even, you know, fitness celebrities or people who already are, have, mm. have a name who are just so scared to put up a video. Why is everyone so scared? I don't know. I say the same thing. I I know. I think it's because they want it to be so perfect and so high quality. But you know what? On YouTube, if you are too high quality, you create 
a glass wall between mm. you and the audience. There's no more relatability. You're too perfect. Too perfect. And with YouTube, that's not how it works. Wow. For TV, yes, do it perfect. That you know, that's the caliber. But for YouTube, you don't have to worry about that. What people want to see is your personality and that you can connect with your audience. However, you choose okay. to convey that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, do your first video. What would you say the next steps to building an audience? Well, obviously, you need the whole social media thing around. <laughs> you need your Instagram, your Snapchat, your everything. What, what's yeah. the new one I have now? Periscope. Are you on Periscope? I'm not on Periscope. <laughs> Meerkat and Periscope, I'm like waiting. I'm holding off to see if it's like going to work. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm like, like trying it out. So many things. So many things, right. But you need to have all of them. Yes. Um, and then I think you just need to serve your audience, mm -hmm. like genuinely want to help them. Don't try to sell right off the bat. Like mm. you can do that later if you want to, but people want to follow people for great content. Yeah. I think you need focus. Content is king. Focus on that, connect, and then see what happens. Now, there. how consistent are you with YouTube? Oh, we're uh, it's very consistent. What What's the posting mm -hmm. schedule? Postings, Once a week? Yep. Uh, motivational Monday, we have mm. new workout videos. And usually on Thursdays, we have cooking videos or just something something different. So this video that we just posted was a body image video. Yeah, so yeah. Thursdays allow me to be a little bit more creative. Okay. But around two videos a week. Two videos a week. Um, we block shoot about two to three videos at a time. Mm -hmm. Back in the old days, I would shoot everything <laughs> by <year>. myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would shoot everything by myself and like uh, do it like 12 a.m. the night before I post it like the next day right, and right, like right, oh right. my god that was terrible <laughs> then i learned this thing called block shooting and it doesn't have to be real time and sure, then we started sure. doing that and the videos uh, have progressed a lot so it's that's been great. amazing that's yeah. cool um okay and two times a week you've been doing two times a week for how many years now We've been doing two times a week for a couple of years now, at mm -hmm. least. I, I'm probably getting it wrong, but a long time. Would you say it's more valuable to be consistent every week mm -hmm. or, or once a month or whatever uh -huh. may be your consistent mm -hmm. schedule or the quality? Well, mm -hmm. If you could have one or the other. Ah, uh, that's an interesting. I think it's Obviously a fine both, balance. Assuming, Obviously yeah. both. Because um, I've seen it work actually both ways. Mm -hmm. I've seen people post content that you know i think as long as you're posting content that your fans want to see mm -hmm. i think the quality is is subjective yeah, you know yeah, yeah. um and i've also seen beauty gurus who only post one time a month and their fans go crazy for really? it because they they They're crave it, it so much yeah, yeah. so it, de it, it depends how you want to play with your audience i suppose what's yeah. the best um industry or space to be in if you're launching a new channel right now hmm. with all the competition out there where could you find the most opportunity the most for someone know, listening that is a very interesting question because i know the fitness space uh -huh. um is it too I, saturated I, now if someone you jumps know, in i and... think everything's always going to be too saturated mm -hmm. and i think if you're good you're going to end up on top yeah. so i think you need to not worry about saturation yeah. go where your heart belongs where your passion is and where your smarts are and sure. figure it out and how to sure, be on top sure yeah. what are you most proud of with everything you've done so far Mm, let me see. I'm I'm most proud of how my fans have turned around and changed their lives. Mm. When I first started Blogilates, I wasn't trying to help people lose weight or anything. I was a group fitness instructor, just teaching group fitness, having fun. Because it's, you know, you go into the gym, you make sure people have a good time for that hour. And all of a sudden, people will start asking me, well, how do I lose love handles? How do I do this and that? And right. then, you know, I helped people, you know, battle eating disorders and and change their lives so that they actually feel confidently beautiful and all that kind of stuff and i never really thought of fitness as that but every time i see my fans at meetups we just had our book tour you know in, they in say New that and, in all yeah. that yeah they say that sometimes they just watch my videos just to feel better about themselves like mm -hmm. I, I never thought that that would be a thing and so i'm so proud of my fans for doing that and taking you know initiative in themselves to really change their lives because that's big and that's mm. really hard for a lot of girls 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how do, how does your parents think about you now? Are they supportive? Or? Um, they're a little bit too supportive. Really? They brag about me to all their family, and it's really embarrassing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, but but they're they're great. It's just like. I'm just like, did I really have to do all that to prove to you that I could be happy and successful at the same time? <laughs> right. Do you think they're more proud of you for what you're doing now than if you were a doctor? I think so. I think so. Um, but I had to teach them that this this could be a way to be happy and successful mm. as well. But I, I think... I think I think the parents, all parents, essentially want their child to be a doctor at some point. Sure, it's sure. Not me. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, tell me a little bit more about the business side of things. Mm-hmm. What, what is your? Are you a business minded person, mm-hmm. or is that more with your team? They're focusing on like what products and services to offer, and books, and um, or what's really driving the business for you, and what's the big, the biggest ideas moving forward? Is it the certifications? Mm-hmm, is it mm-hmm. the products? What, what is it? Yeah. So, um, I'm the CEO of the company, okay. and uh, we. We are very business driven. We're uh-huh. also very fan driven as well. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the creative, creativity starts right here with me. I, I in fact, I so still do. Ideas. Yeah, come up with the ideas and I even do like some of the graphic work and like all of the artistic stuff. Really? And I, I oversee all the creative direction too. Cause for me, aesthetics, so important. Yes. I mean, even the book that you're looking at, yeah, like we nice. had to go over the cover several times and i was like wow you know i'm working with these publishers like don't you guys get it you must right, be so much right. better than me and i'm not saying i'm really good but i know what i want you know what and, your audience likes too. and yeah exactly and i i know how to work adobe photoshop and illustrator to a point i'm definitely i'm not great um but well, i'm trying to actually find a graphic designer right now anyone's that, listening yeah, if anyone's listening <laughs> that'd be really helpful um so as far as coming up with new ideas and everything, of course, I must attribute a lot of credit to my team as well. We're small. We have a team of three in LA and we work with a ton mm. of contractors and we have a team of five up in the Bay Area with the customer service and the warehouse wow. shipping and stuff like that. Um, but we're actually moving into an office in a couple weeks. So mm. that will allow us to expand the team because we're in West Hollywood. And, um, actually it's going to be on Pico. It's like down in Mid Wilshire area. Cool. So cool. it's actually right next to our house. So I get to walk to work. That's sweet. Awesome. <laughs> I know. I hate commuting. It's the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah. Now, is um, YouTube is still a big revenue generator for you, I'm assuming, with mm-hmm. how big your audience yeah. is. Now, would, do you think that YouTube and the partnerships you get from YouTube, the brand partnerships, the sponsors, things like that, is that bringing in a majority of the revenue for you or is it more the products you've created behind your brand? It's actually the products. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. A big part. I would definitely say that the campaigns and the AdSense, probably only about... 30%. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's still pretty good for the size of it, It's It's pretty good. <laughs> I know the number is for YouTubers. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, a lot of YouTubers need to start looking at how they can monetize mm. their business in different ways. Mm. And you can't keep depending on views because that means yeah. you are a slave to how many videos you put up online. Yeah. And you need to be able to create a whole empire around it. Of course. And so that's why uh, some of our top selling products, uh, not only just the clothes, but these detox bottles and our power rings and our yoga mats. It's it's a whole like... Detox community. bottle? Detox bottle. What is that? So, so it's like an infusion bottle. You can actually put fruit We're going to get inside. this much. She's like, sell, <laughs> she's like sell, sales oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then there's a timer on the back so you can actually see how much water you should finish at a certain time. Wait a minute, so, what? Yes, exactly. You're not supposed to have a certain amount of water? You can only have... Are you can only have a certain well, amount Well, I mean, it's water? like a game. It's okay. like, like, you know how, you know how bodybuilders like mark their like milk jug uh, it's like that but oh, gotcha. in, a, in, a, in a pretty little interesting bottle. Yeah. like a, a pink little bottle yeah, it's clear with like pink <laughs> words on it yes it comes of purple and blue too <laughs> i like it okay um 
are there a lot of people that are doing what you're doing on YouTube as well? Are they creating their own, you know, products and services on the side or are people missing out on that and just focusing on the money from AdSense? A lot of people are missing out on it mm. for sure. I think it's also because there's a lot of younger kids who go on YouTube and suddenly find all this fame and they don't know what to do with it. Um, but and, there's only Or they just been, do t-shirts or something, They just right? do t-shirts, but it's not even, they don't even manufacture it. But yeah. I understand. Manufacturing is not easy. It's and not I've, fun. I've been doing it for several years now and it's we still fun. run into issues with our manufacturer and our tech packs and and inspectors being paid off so that they get them a good grade and, the, right. and it arrives in the u.s and it's like what is that um you know I, I understand it's hard but i think if you are a true business person you'll figure out how to do all these things and um and you know what you don't even have to do it at least understand it sure. so that you can manage someone or yeah. a team to do it for you but yeah. i think it's really important that you know how because uh I, recently i've been finding out a lot of things about you know whether or not we should outsource even our PR team or an event planning team. And I just keep finding the same result. It's never going to be done the way you want it unless mm -hmm. it's in-house. Mm -hmm. And so we are, we're looking to hire a lot. So, so you're, trying, you're trying to grow. Yes, for sure. And we need to grow internally and slowly at the same time, yeah. just because every person that we add to the team is like a family member. And we don't yeah. want someone coming in that doesn't have that passion and doesn't have the culture to really want to mm. achieve the same vision. And at the end of the day, like great if you have talent, but if you don't have the right heart, then we don't want you here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you most grateful for in your life recently? Um, I am most grateful for my family, my, my boyfriend. He's mm. been with me for a really long time from the beginning. How long? Uh, yeah, like several years. Several? What? Several what? years. Since college. <laughs> college? Wow. How long is, what, how long? What, what year did you start dating? Uh, I don't, Sam, what year did we start He's getting dating? red. Six years? No, 2008. 2008. 2008. Wow. So, so seven he, years? Yeah, was he it? was actually my finance tutor. What? Yeah. Is that legal? No, tutor. Tutor, oh, not teacher. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, and um, I got a B minus on my finance test, oh. and I was like so upset. You kept dating him? And then I, no, and then, no, no, no. And then I went to the tutor, and I was like, help me. I got a B minus. And then to he, him. He, yes, and then I met him, and we started talking. And then here we are, and he still does all the analytical stuff, and you know, we call him Analytic Sam, so and <laughs> it's really funny. Nice. I like it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mentioned got an A, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I do not do any finance stuff right now. Just don't. <laughs> I like it. So, yeah. What's something um, that people maybe don't know about you that you haven't shared because you share everything? Mm. What's something they don't know about you that they might be surprised about? Um, you know, actually, what I just shared with you, I have not shared with a lot of people about my, my boyfriend. A lot of my fans don't know because I keep that very private. Mm. Um, and so that's something they may not know that they will learn on this podcast. Interview. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Now, I've been asking this to a lot of my mm -hmm. guests lately, and I'm curious to get your answer on this. It's uh, it's 100 years from now. It's your last okay. day. Okay? <laughs> okay. 100 years. Asians last forever. Right? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's your last day. All your YouTube videos have been deleted or erased. Mm. Everything you've ever created is gone mm. for whatever reason, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're you're on your your bed. It's your last night. Mm -hmm. You've got a pen and a piece of paper, mm. and you get to write down three truths to share with the world, yeah. your family, your friends, yeah. your audience, mm -hmm. what you've learned about mm -hmm. life, the world, whatever you want to leave behind. Mm -hmm. What would you be the three truths that's coming up for you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Those yeah. three things that yeah. you want people to know about life i love that question 
That's really beautiful. Thanks. Number one, live passionately. I think that is so important because if you don't live for yourself, you're not living. Number two, believe in yourself because that's your gold. And if mm. you can't believe in yourself, you're never going to, you're never going to succeed or you're never going to mm. know. And number three, give yourself the 100% chance to succeed. Because I really do believe if you don't give it your all, you're not going to get there. Mm. Um, and I think that was more of like the business side, but if I could add a four, yeah, sure. <laughs> if I could add a four, asterisk, it, 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 asterisk uh, it would be be around those who make you happy. Because mm. I think that's one of the most important things as the channel has grown, as a business has grown, we've, you know, we've been surrounded by some weird people and people that want to, you know, either take you down or steer you in the wrong direction on purpose. It's nasty. And you cannot, you can't be around that because that's talking about fans or you mean, no, I'm talking about other people. I'm talking about like, you know, competitors or whatever you want to call them, whatever. Um, I distance myself away. I unfollow them. I just make sure you do not need to be renting space in my brain right now because you, you're not worth it. And so the more you can surround yourself with the people who love you, the people who believe in you, the more you all inspire each other to be better and to battle that negativity. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Well, I've got one final question okay. for you. But before I uh, ask you that, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you, Cassie, uh-huh. for the consistency of you've had over the years in supporting so many people, typically young people, who have issues with body image. Mm-hmm. And I think you're such a great example for them. And I love that you are constantly putting yourself out there. I know how scary it can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's specifically when everyone's judging you. So I wanted to, again, acknowledge you for consistently putting out great information and inspiring content for people to live their best life and feel Thank good you. about themselves and their body image. So Thank you so much. It yeah. means a lot to me. Yeah, Thank of course. you so much. So final question. Okay. Uh, what's your definition of greatness? Ooh, my definition of greatness is oh, there's so many different facets uh, I want to go about, but I think it is finding happiness in what you do every single day. I think that is true greatness. That is success. And I think it's a true blessing if you can really marry your career and your passion. And I'm, I'm honored that I can do that every day and, and help people out. So I think mm. that is what true greatness is. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. And wh- yeah. where should people go find you and, and what do you want them to do? Um, I want them to go on youtube.com slash blogilates and check out the channel. There is videos for beginners, advanced people, whatever. Um, and it's really fun. And then also go to your local 24 hour fitness and try to take class see if they like it you know there you go cassie ho thank you so much for coming on i appreciate it and there you have it guys thanks so much for joining me today if you enjoyed this episode make sure to head back to lewishouse.com slash 178 and share this with your friends feel free to post it over on twitter facebook google plus or anywhere online and let me know where you're listening to this episode by tagging a photo of you listening to this over on instagram you can tag me at lewis house and Cassie as well. All of her links to her YouTube channel, to her book, to her programs, her products, her sites are all back at my page at lewishouse.com slash 178 to check out all of her information. Make sure to follow her, subscribe to her incredible videos, and learn a lot more about what she's doing in the near future. She's an incredible person and up to really big things, so make sure to pay attention to what she's doing in the future. So again, thanks guys so much for coming in today. Again, My name is Lewis Howes. Check out episode number 178 over on the show notes, lewishowes.com slash 178. You know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.
human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.